0: Goosebumps Triple Header Book Two Three Shocking Tales of Terror by R.L. Stein. Triple Header. It's one, two, three times the scares. It's the story of a fortune teller and a magic spell so dangerous it will make you fear the future. It's the story of two rotting Egyptian mummies with faces meant to scare you to death. It's the story of a strange school filled with students who have monstrous appetites. Listener, beware! You're, you're in for three scares. Oh, you're scares. For three scares. Just one this episode, I think. Right? Oh, yeah, just the one. Eventually, there'll be three scares. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Somebody. Saber's hungry. Stay on the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. You know how much I love Halloween oh, and oh, oh. I want my bride. And... <laughs> you must drink or treat forever. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Viewers beware, you're in for a scare. Whoa! Triple header, three times. School, school. One, two, three. Not only you and me got 180 degrees, and I'm caught in between. Counting. Welcome to, welcome to Deadcast. Whoa! It's time to triple header again. I am Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery, or as all my friends call me, Slim, or Lefty, or Righty. Oh, are you gonna, are you gonna read the first, the, the intro of the book to us? Yeah, yeah, I think I am. Well, why don't you stop flipping those pages and get to flipping those lips? Don't we want to talk about how the cover of this book looks first, though? Of course. Whoa. If you remember last time, the first triple book, triple header book, and there's only two of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second one. Second is the best. Third is the one with a... Um, this one, there's a hologram at the top, and it, there's it's like a little... The entire cover was hologram last time for triple header. This one, there's just a little medallion um a little oval uh hologram at the top that's literally arlstein's face with a book and then it morphs into three a la monsters what can you describe to us what the triple header monster looks like on the front of this particular yeah it's a chubby green monster with big fat lips there's it has three heads obviously so there's like kind of an angry monster in the front with red eyes and a pig nose and kind of a warthoggy kind of face but he's green and then on the right is a similar monster, but it has glasses and long, luscious chestnut-colored hair. And then on the left there is a like a bug-eyed version with a tiny, barely there nose, just nostrils with kind of a buzz cut. And on this picture of the three of them, uh, our lead guy who is slim, slim has a bib on that's red and white checkered, and he has a bowl of. It looks like insects and bugs with green ooze, and what looks to be like refried beans pouring out of a little bowl and he is drooling and licking his mouth but in his right hand he has a handful of maggots that he's feeding to righty and in his left hand there is a spoon with a mouse on it and he's feeding mice to lefty wow and i want to point out that lefty the one with the glasses and the luscious hair has square teeth with big old gaps and then righty the one with the bug eyes and the buzz cut and the nostrils has sharp pointed teeth wow so this is one monster with three heads that's right a triple header if you will wow that sounds gorgeous oh my gosh daniel daniel tell us the colors of the book yellow and black goosebumps gold black and yellow black and yellow this book came out in may 1998 (gasps) and it came out between goosebumps series 2000 number five invasion of the body squeezers part two And Goosebumps series 2000 number six, I Am Your Evil Twin, which is about... Us. It's also, in my opinion, and we'll get there, the worst Goosebumps book ever written. I am your evil twin. Yes, I think it's the worst. I'm so excited to get to Goosebumps series 2000. Are you, Daniel? Because let me tell you something, listener. Today, when I had Daniel list the 2000 books in an in, in order, he couldn't do it. That's why I'm excited because I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember them as well as I remember the. And first you want to know another dirty little secret, listeners? I couldn't do it either (laughs) you can't name them all right now in order i can't but i i get mixed up in 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 between 21 22 and 23 listen it's an honest mistake oh my gosh daniel so i was doing this kind of doesn't have anything to do with this book but i was doing some research today on triple header and how (gasps) there was supposed to be a third triple header book that would make sense And there was the artwork had already been done by Tim Jacobus. Oh wow, the power of three, three times three. But uh, there was all the all the legal hullabaloo that was going on that caused so many problems with Goosebumps, which is why things got so wonky, weird. Wait, please tell me more. So I did some research, and I guess. With goosebumps, do, do y'all know about the legal goosebumps dispute? I don't know. This is what this is around when uh there there was a there was a gap in publishing goosebumps books literally in the year two thousand because of all these legal problems <gasps> and things started getting you know goosebumps d- dipped in popularity around two thousand. When like, I dip, you dip, we dip. Now this is of course a couple years after this particular book came out, but this is of course this is one of the reasons why you know tales to give you goosebumps uh, give sorry give yourself goosebumps stopped and there was no goosebumps gold was that was that series that was supposed to come out with harper collins yeah and it never came out but i guess sweet sweet jane stein and three other women started, uh, originally developed Goosebumps with a company called Parachute Press. Mm. And they were the developers of Goosebumps, but the publishers were Scholastic. And I guess Scholastic and the rights were sort of between, for the Goosebumps series was split up between Parachute and Scholastic. Okay. And I guess Parachute wanted, had the rights to the books themselves and the TV show, but Parachute Press had the rights to any merchandise okay but they went back and forth between each other and parachute press jane stein and this other woman joan waricha i guess they said oh no oh no you're 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 handling the goosebump series properly our baby that we developed you're letting it go to waste you're trash they're developing it improperly Yes, they said that you, that and also that you're not making as much money as you could, honey. And uh, Jane and Parachute Press I guess made a couple business deals about merchandise. And Scholastic said, "Hey, hey, the 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 rights are strange and about goosebumps and for goosebumps and you're not you're supposed to check with us even though you have the rights to merchandise you're supposed to check with us before you make any business deals you did this wrong we're going to go to court now and so they went to court for years and years and years and i guess scholastic said and you know what while we're on top of it R. Stein hasn't exactly been following his original contract, and part of that contract says that Arlstein is the only person that should be writing Goosebumps, and no one else. And it turns out there have been ghost writers this whole time. In fact, after the first sixteen books, Arlstein didn't even write some of them. What? And Parachute Press said, oh, "Girl, that's not that's not the truth. That's not the truth." garlstein has written has come up with every goosebumps idea and not only that he has written every book however he has hired writers to help him outline the books so he would say this is my idea hey right some hey some random writer could you outline this book and then i'll then i'll write following your outline and then i'll decide if that's what i like and that's what we'll do fascinating and scholastic said all right well i guess that's kind of true but you know, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And now, let me let me see you go back. And in 2003, they finally came to an agreement and Scholastic bought literally all of the rights for billions of dollars. And um, that's why Jane Stein is a boss bitch with a lot of money. Um, Do you know where the Nightmare Room came into play with all of this? Nightmare Room was... I think it was shortly after Scholastic got all of the Goosebumps rights. Wasn't Nightmare Room strictly parachute though? It could have been. Yeah, I mean, I think they're separate. I think Night- Nightmare Room and Goosebumps are separate. Yes, exactly. So I they don't think I don't think they have anything to do with each other. But maybe Nightmare Room with parachute was a thing after all that mess. I know it's just so interesting that like, Arlson took this, you know. He had the haunting hour and the, was it the nightmare hour and the haunting hour? Uh, he had the night, yeah, uh, the short story books. I think it was nightmare room and haunting hour. No, there were two short story books. Remember? I really, I don't remember. Let me look this up. But um, but it's possible that it was all done through parachute because Scholastic is solely Goosebumps. Yes, I'm showing Daniel the book cover of Nightmare Hour right oh, now. Oh, yes, I remember Nightmare, Nightmare Hour. Nightmare Hour, Haunting Hour, and then The Hub later made a television series based off The Haunting Hour, which was 10 short story. I want to say 10 short stories. And then somewhere after that, The Nightmare Room was developed, What came out as books, and there was a Nightmare Room television show on Kids WB. Is mm-hmm. that right? It wasn't on Fox, it was on Kids WB, I think. Maybe. Um, anyway, um, I don't know if this was interesting to anyone else, but it was very interesting to me, Daniel. Thank you for sharing. Of course, and if we have anybody still listening, we can get into ghoul school. Well, I kind of wanted to, to de- derail just a little bit and of just course. quickly read the titles of Goosebumps 2000 in order to sure. give a tease. Why and did, why don't you do that the, when we were listing them earlier today daniel the one that i forgot was slappy's nightmare <gasps> what number 23 i told you got i got tricked up in there oh what? but it's cry of the cat bride of the living dummy creature teacher invasion of the body squeezers part one invasion of the body squeezers part two i am your evil twin revenge are us fright camp are you terrified yet headless halloween attack of the graveyard ghouls brain juice return to horror land jekyll and heidi scream school the mummy walks the Werewolf in the living room horrors of the black ring return to ghost camp be afraid be very afraid the haunted car full moon fever slappy's nightmare earth geeks must go ghost in the mirror and then the two unreleased ones the incredible shrinking fifth grader and when the snake bites so the incredible shrinking fifth grader that was right during this legal dispute right and that was why that one never came out it it ended up coming out as an independent book a few years ago in um, the year 2000, Arlstein published a one off book titled The Adventures of Shrink Man, which was the same protagonist and essentially the same idea. And then on November 14th, 2017, Arlstein confirmed on Twitter that the plot for the, incredi- the Adventures of Shrink Man had evolved from The Incredible Shrinking Fifth Grader. Um, I also wanted to point out. Out of those Goosebumps 2000s books, at the time I remember reading Jekyll and Heidi and thinking it was the best book I'd ever read in my entire life. And I'd be curious to go back to think and see if Jekyll and Heidi stands up as as well as I thought that it did. I also think Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid, um, uh, Attack of the Graveyard Ghouls, and Headless Halloween are really, really excellent books. Well, we're, we're going to get to them. Yes. Okay. Sorry to, to, to derail. We just, you know... I wanted to talk about that stuff. It's important that we talk about it here because this is a podcast about goosebumps. Wow. You made a really good point there, Daniel. And I can't actually argue with that. So, so I'm going to read the little intro to, um, to Ghoul school. And then we'll jump in. Of course, since I'm reading the intro, I'm going to do the char- the character voices for slim lefty and righty. Um, lefty is going to be, um, uh, I forget what we did last time, but lefty is going to be, um, intellectual and righty is gonna be our lovable sidekick, and then Slim will just be me, basically. Cool? Cool! Hello, boys and ghouls! Welcome to this Goosebumps triple header. I'm a triple header to you. My name is Slim, and I'm the good looking one in the middle. I'm the headmaster around here. How'd you even get to be triple header headmaster? You can't even count to three! Yes, I can. It's easy. I just count all my fingers and subtract twenty seven. I could do that if I didn't eat the calculator. Why can't I be headmaster? You're ugly and you smell bad. I know my good qualities. I asked you what's wrong with me. <laughs> hey, I smell a lot worse than he does. There you go, bragging again. I want to brag about our stories. Every Goosebumps triple header has three stories, three times the scares. I hope you'll collect them all. All you collect is (laughs) flies. That's a different voice. All you collect is flies. People ask me if it's difficult having three heads. What do you tell them? Yes. No. And maybe. Oh, wow. That is some some humor. Wait, there's more intro. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) The introduction. Hey, I had a talk with my teacher today. She said I was smart, nice, and well-behaved. Don't feel bad. You'll do better next semester. What? Righty, I hear you flunked math. Yeah? Do you know why? Why? I subtracted the teacher. That brings us to our first story. It's called Ghoul, Ghoul school. school. It's about a kid named Liam who finds himself going to a school full of ugly, terrifying, hungry monsters. Lucky guy! Now, I want to rattle through this. Yeah, let's rattle through it. Because... I'm going to be honest, Goosebumps Tripleheader Book 2 is not good. It's not the best. Yeah. I think one of the stories is kind of fun. Oh. (laughs) After you hear all three, I'll tell you which one I think is kind of fun. Great. Let's go to ghoul school. Ghoul school. This is the longest Tripleheader story. (gasps) So our protagonist is a guy named Leon Erdman, and he is... Just a normal kid with brown eyes and brown hair like every normal kid. Sounds like my type, though. And he's at a new school. Mm, I think I like black hair. He's at a new school, and it's October time. Oh my god, my favorite time. He reports to room five. Okay. Cabin 12. And he gets some strange stares from his classmates when he walks in. Just like that chubby kid with bulging swamp green eyes. What's his name? Bernard. Bernard. Yes, and then there's this girl, this drooling girl. What's her name? Rachel. And then there's this tall girl who's licking the wall. What's her name? Susan. And then there's a blonde girl with braids munching on a ruler named Helga. Something is up with these kids. Something's up with these kids. His teacher, Miss Barker, tells him to take a seat, and she calls the students up to the chalkboarding groups to do a math problem. And Liam can't help but notice that Bernard, Bernard, is eating the chalk. He must have been pretty hungry. Miss... Uh, chalk zone. Miss Barker reprimands him, but doesn't really seem phased that he's literally eating the chalk. I see. So Liam is pretty convinced that there's some nasty kids at this new school. Mm. At lunch, Liam sits with a boy, and the boy is wearing a dog collar around his neck. That's hot but and he seems really nice yeah as liam is eating a burger the dog collar boy tells him to make sure he always keeps his elbows and arms close to his body oh and liam's like what wait wait the rest of the kids from room five enter the cafeteria and they go buck wild That's hot. They don't have any trays in the lunch line. They just start shoveling food into their mouths. Wow. And when they do that, the boy in the dog collar starts barking. And he chases Bernard on all fours. Sexual. Yeah, utterly sensual. No. Rachel spits up some chewed-up burger at Bernard and then the the dog collar boy and they all eat it that makes you feel sick go even faster so, Susan steals Liam's burger from his hands and Liam feels sick over all of this and is like I've got to get out of the cafeteria what the hell is going on and Helga trips him on the way out and Helga just looms over him and says I'm hungry and then she literally eats him uh-huh oh no wait he actually just gets up in time before she eats him and he races back to the classroom that was a close call he tells miss barker the kids are acting like total monsters and she says well they certainly do act like monsters didn't your parents tell you this is a ghoul school School. cute oh that makes me think of um that makes me think of scooby-doo in the ghoul school yeah yeah Liam says oh no there must be a stake. I'm not a monster and Miss Barker says well don't ever let the other students know that who knows what they'll do whatever you do Don't let them see that you're afraid. But she insists that he's in the right place though. This is where you were, you you know, you were, you signed up for this school apparently, so here you are. And she says, why don't you go outside for a bit so I can eat my ham sandwich? And he says, okay. And the students are all causing crazy havoc on the playground. Helga is still chomping on her ruler from earlier, but Liam puts on a brave face and steps outside. But when he does, all the students stop and stare. Liam stammers and says, uh, 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 uh." I need to get my baseball bat. Oh, no, my baseball bat. Helga says, I love baseball bats. Munch, munch, munch to munch on. Liam (laughs) heads back inside to Mrs to miss excuse me to miss barker's class miss bob barker and she's and she's eating her sandwich wow that sounds really good but the sandwich has thick blue fingers hanging out of it we each with a red fingernail oh crunch munch oh it's not a ham sandwich it's a hand sandwich oh wow i bet arl stein loved writing that liam tries to run out of the school he runs out the back door but there's a huge 10-foot wall with barbed wire Wait a second there's something weird about this school school he follows it around he follows the 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 wall around and realizes he had to follow it all All the way way around so the only way out is through the front through the playground so uh he just spends less the, the rest of lunch in the bathroom wow it's retweet the the parent the, the parents the <laughs> students the students go crazy they're going crazy and helga pounces on him when he's back and says where's your rage ball bat and liam says i ate it myself and class is just trash for the rest of the day. Science is all about rabies. For art, they paint with blood-red pent. This is crazy. What does Ms. Barker read? She reads from How to Eat Fried Worms. <gasps> oh my god. A real book, which the class takes very seriously. Wow, they want all those fried worms. When Liam gets home, he tells his mom everything as she puts away the groceries. Bitch. But, but she doesn't really listen because she's too busy putting away the groceries. And she says, oh honey, you just have to show these kids a good example and and show them what you have to be set a good example and show them what it's like to have good manners and how are you being a good example to your children and he says no you don't understand it's a ghoul school There are monsters and she says oh you and his she he tries to appeal to his dad his dad said listen this miss Barker told you it was a ghoul school she must have a strange sense of humor your imagination is running your imagination is running wild listen it was the closest school. Give it a couple of weeks. And if you don't just, like it, just suck it up. You, you can switch. And Liam says, I want to survive. He says, I want to survive a couple of weeks. His dad says, okay, fine, fine, fine. Let me give you this special police protection device. It's a safety button. You can put on your shirt pocket and you must only press if it's a real emergency. Is that okay for the baby? Now, what does that mean? It's what the simple, hell? Daniel. What the hell does that it's mean? It's simple, Daniel. It's a special police protection device. Oh, it's that makes you feel safe. You put in your shirt pocket and you press it. I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if that makes me feel safe. That's for sure. And his dad says, "Listen, now I have a lot of paperwork to do," and closes the door in Liam's face. Liam tries to fake sick the next morning. Does he take sick? Yeah, he takes sick, and his mom is not falling for it. Uh-uh. She says, "Not on my watch." I have to put groceries away. So he goes to school, and when he arrives, Bernard shoves him up against the playground fence, and Helga follows with a handful of dirt. Page well, 84. Two handfuls of dirt. She eats, She's eating one handful, and the other she holds out for Liam to eat, and she says, eat it. And Bernard says, eat it. And Rachel and Susan walk up, too, and they say, eat it. Eat the dirt. And Bernard says, Liam, oh, I don't think you're a monster. You better prove it right now or else— eat this dirt. Liam goes, oh, ooh. actually, I like moldy dick. cheese better. Or, you know what, I'm on a diet. And Bernard says, well, why don't you transform into a monster then? Yeah, and Liam says, oh, I, you know what, there's not enough time. The bell's about to ring. And my look is pretty extreme as a monster. And Bernard says, I don't think so. Susan lunges at him, but Liam ducks out of the way. Uh, Helga reminds the others, hey, hey guys, remember the boy that came to school last year who wasn't a monster? He was delicious. He was Ulysses. They lick their lips and they drool and they're about to pounce on Liam and Liam thinks this is an emergency. Time to push the special police protection device. Time to push the button. But before he can push the button in his shirt pocket, he gets yanked away hard by a girl named Marnie. Marnie Marnie the the Carney. And all the monsters say, give him back, Marnie. And they say, hey. And then Marnie says, no, I forgot my lunch today. Tough luck. And Liam tries to pull like away But she's Marnie is too him. strong But she pulls him through a gap in the playground hedge And Bernard and the gang charge him behind And say fine we'll share then And Marnie says that no one is going to eat him today No not today Not today And Liam finds a his pocket And goes to press and Marnie said You know I've seen Liam transform And Liam's like happen. huh And Marnie goes yeah, yeah but only under and the full I moon, moon. Liam it takes a better look at Marnie realizes so that she doesn't yes, look like a monster it. at all. Just, so just yes. wild brown hair. And the gang challengers are on it. But but Marnie insists it's true. And they'll just have to see themselves the next full moon. And Helga says, well, that's great. The next full moon is tomorrow Come night. Come tomorrow. And Bernard says, they'll all meet at the playground so at midnight yes, tomorrow to see tomorrow, him transform. Bro. See you there, Marnie confirms. And oh, Bernard well. tells him if he's not there, they'll eat his whole family. And the bell rings like this. Ding, 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 ding. And they so, head inside, and 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 well, everybody else heads inside, but Marnie and Liam are alone and alone to kiss and touch and <laughs> po Marnie Mar- 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 says to Liam that she thinks they're kind of the same and they smile and then liam says oh what am i gonna do and marnie says we'll talk about it later now let's touch tongues they get back to the classroom and everyone is rowdy they're chomping on things miss barker asks susan to quiet the cat the class down so susan shrieks it's the sound of 100 ambulance susan's silence. a little bitch the class calms down though Miss Barker begins teaching about what can happen if you poison poisonous plants. Marnie passes a note to Liam and says, why don't you come to my place after school? Meet at the grocery store. Smiley face. Yeah, meet me at my... Meet me at our spot. Liam <laughs> races outside after school and meets Marnie. She lives above the grocery store. Hot. They go to her room and she grabs a, ba- a box of Halloween decorations. She's got fangs. She's got squishy bloodshot yellowish eyeball. They spend all afternoon making him a monster costume. A werewolf look. Kind of with like black fur glue to a mask and some gloves and a shaggy black wig. Now that definitely sounds real. Not bad. And she says... Uh, you know, it, it, and if you don't fool them, they'll just eat you alive. Whoa! M- um, Marnie tells them to practice putting the, putting on the costume, and and he see- says, "Marnie, why don't you practice being?" A little bitch? <laughs> she said, "He says to see how fast you can get it on." So they, whoa! So basically, that they have a plan that he's going to run behind the big tree Put on the playground. It on when it's on. dark tomorrow night and then marnie's gonna distract everybody and then he'll come out from around the tree dressed as a monster and then they'll believe he's a monster so after dinner with his parents liam gets dressed up in baggy jeans his useless a huge parents. navy hoodie where he can hide all of the pieces of his costume He's timed himself, putting on the costume, he's managed to get it down to seven seconds. Seven seconds in heaven. The next day at school, Liam is super excited. Bernard, Helga, Susan, and Rachel hover over him all day. Susan keeps sliming on his shoes. Ew, Susan. Rachel keeps licking the back of his neck. Ew, Rachel. Liam hides in the bathroom at lunch and stays inside during recess. Oh, Liam. But that night, Liam is totally set. He puts a safety button in his pocket just in the last second, just just in case. Mm. And he heads out at 10 to midnight. And oh. heads into the chilly October air. Ooh. He arrives and everyone is there. Everyone there is waiting. They say, "Transform now." Transform now. Here goes Transform Liam. So Liam runs towards that tree, that Transform. tree that we mentioned, and he's tilting his face up to the silvery moon, and he howls. And they chase him, and Liam wasn't expecting them to chase him. Oh no! How is he supposed to do his seven-second switch? No, wait! Come back, Marnie says. So Liam zigs and zags and tries to find to to turn to Zig zip into the shadows. He was taken about. and he runs runs towards the tree and, and, and oh no, as he's making his way there, he loses a glove. Oops. And then he keeps running and he just puts his wig on while he's running, but oh no, he puts it on backwards and the, the rubber band on his mask snaps and he, oh, oh he can't put on that so mask or whatever. And he takes seen. it off and tries to shove on the sticky eyeball, but it won't stick because no, of the wig hair on his leave. face. And then he shoves into the plastic fra- fangs and he turns around to face them. Plastic fangs? What a joke. joke. This is such a joke. You're and they see joke. him they say, please, you're not a monster. You don't even know shit. So they say, (laughs) you want to see what real transforming is? So yeah, and I'll show your ass Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. So Rachel's arms start to and legs start to grow long and thin, and then they turn into hideous gray tentacles. No, no, no. The arms go, arms and legs go long and thin. Then hideous gray tentacles sprout from her ears. No tentacles. And then suckers show up, show up on her body. I got a sucker for you. Oh my gosh. Bernard's eyes turn orange and glow And his skin turns green and erupts in scaly warts <gasps> And a long, skinny tongue uncoils from his mouth And webbed skin grows between his fingers and toes Oh, I feel like I'm going to be sad Susan makes a hissing sound and flops to the ground And then her tongue grows really, really, really long And sh- and then she shrinks, she shrinks into a six-foot-long pink skin snake covered with taste buds she's just a pink sock rolling around (laughs) liam calls for help but marnie's nowhere oh no helga's eyes shrivel up like raisins i thought marnie was my best friend but it turns out Then her body hardens into a brown shell and leathery wings sprout from her shoulder blades, and she buzzes around the air like an insect, and then there's antennae on her head. I hate that. They all turn so gross. Which one is your favorite out of the monsters? None of them. Rachel lurches forward. Bernard hops forward. Susan slithers forward. And Helga dive bombs. Now, this is what I call an emergency. Whoa. Liam, time to press that button. And he does, but nothing happens. Wait, what? It's like it's just a little button. That is in your... I don't understand how this works. Like, if you press the button, it's got to go into something, right? Yes, you just press the button. Fine. So, f- uh, 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 fine. So, he's he's furious and... and f- he presses the button and nothing happens. Trash. Yes, I've said that. Flames lick up from Bernard's face. Rachel rises up in her tentacles. Bernard Bernard lashes his tongue around Liam's throat, trying to lick, trying to suck, trying to lick that neck. Oh my gosh. And Rachel whips a tentacle around Liam's body pinning his arms to his side Susan slithers up his body and shrieks like a siren alliteration too long of a story no wait it's a real siren they hear a real siren cop cars pull up light spinning cops hide out and start shooting wait, at the monsters with dark guns. are you saying that the buddin worked they knock Bernard and Helga down they Pull Rachel's tentacles and unwrap Susan from Liam's body. And Liam's dad is one of the police. What? Dad. And dad says, I'm not really a shopping mall cop. I'm a chief of PUMs. Can we call it PUMs? Sure. (laughs) PUMs. PUMs stands for Police (laughs) Undercover Monster Squad. What does it stand for one more time? Police, undercover, monster squad. Pooms. Pooms. He says, that wasn't a button. It was really a microphone. We've been listening. That makes no sense. Sorry to send you to the ghoul school, but the only way we could get proof that monsters had to ever run the school was to make sure you went there and got to hear everything or whatever. Now that sounds like one shitty dad. Or the dad or the police or whoever could just literally just go to the school. You know? It makes no sense. So he's been listening to little Liam piss and tinkle for the last few days. (laughs) He says they actually couldn't make a move until the monsters finally transformed. And once the miners monsters transformed, then they were able to intervene. When the red light comes on, I transform. So Liam feels really cool about that. And he sees a a cop handcuffing Marnie and he says, no, wait, dad, that one's not a monster. That's my friend. Hey, pooms. And Liam's, Liam's dad says, All right, she's not a monster. Why don't you walk her home and be careful? And he says, Okay, I will. And Marnie, they're walking home. And Marnie says, Hey, you still hungry? And Liam says, Yeah. And Marnie um, pulls a bag of cookies out of her bag and, and um, smashes a fly with her hand in the air and then she wow. eats it. And he says, Marnie, what? You just ate that fly? You're a monster? Wait a second. I thought you said you were just like me. And she said, I am. I'm shy. Oh Marnie. Matthew, it's time for you to read the last paragraph and the first paragraph and the last paragraph of Poom's Ghoul School's Revenge. Wow, now this is an incredible story. Twenty pairs of eyes stared at me as I walked into the classroom. It was October and my first day at a new school. I was a new kid, and I was licked. So even though I'm a pretty normal looking guy, brown eyes, brown hair high-expected stares. Yes, I'm like you, she replied. I'm shy. <laughs> shy, I gasped. That's how we're alike, Marnie said. But I just have to warn you about one thing. What's that? I frowned. Marnie leaned closer to me. She smiled as two gleaming white bangs slid down from under her upper lip. I bite, she said. <laughs> Matthew, what do you think of the ghouls? What do you think of ghoul school? Pooms, pooms, pooms. If you guys have some thoughts about pooms, you can reach out to us at welcome to, De- to deadcast at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to me personally and complain on my Instagram. You can say... <laughs> but let's be real. None of us want to talk about ghoul school. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach out to me on Instagram at danielxmontgomery.com Matthew, do you want to tell them where they can reach you? My Instagram is... I Matthew. know where you can reach me. My, my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. My TikTok is Matthew Scott Montgomery. And my Twitter is iRobotUJane. And boy, am I hungry for a baseball bat. Mmm, crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm. We're going to get to the second story of a triple header book to next episode. And that is The Revenge. And I bet you can guess what it's about. It's about... Um, all that revenge that's right wow so we'll see you in ghoul school we'll 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 no school's out for summer girl straight up school is out i've pressed my button and i'm never going back to that rabies science class that's right Um, do you want me to make you a hand sandwich daniel okay that would be great I if I dare. If you dare. Do you seek out the spark of danger in the dark When shadows cold and stark are all around you? Do you thrive on the thrill of shrieks so loud and shrill As twists and turns and chilling scares astound you? Do you crave tales of creatures that recoil from the light? And follow if you dare Let all who do beware you may find a scare that fills your soul with fright And gives you goosebumps in the night You feel a flash of fear You think of someone here You tell yourself you know that you're alone But then you feel a sudden jolt Your skin starts to revolt Your fear begins to grow And then before you even know it You've got goosebumps, goosebumps head to toe in Goosebumps. And yet you feel a strange delight. <laughs> so follow if you dare, but all who do beware. For you may find a scare that fills your soul with fright. And here's to Goosebumps in the night. it <laughs> has got you crawling out of your skin? Is it knowing something's out there and it's trying to get in now? What's got you looking over your shoulder? What's got you? Is it an angry ghost or maybe just a haunted toaster? To sink blood, send your heart rate up a roller coaster. Is death the thing you fear or maybe something in the mirror? Or the thought of someone chasing you and getting nearer? What keeps you up? What fills you with dread? dread. something under your bed. Spider-Bites! Right. 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 The, right. the cloud in right. the park! Or is it possible the thing you fear most is meeting up with ghost. Ghost. a ghost? Survival screams, he deadly and dreams Head for a house that seems it might be haunted Do you begin to burst, when cameras might be cursed? When vampires start to thirst, are you undaunted? Does a demon-like dummy make you scream into light? Then follow with you, dare, but all who do beware For you may find a scare that fills Your soul with fright And and gives you goosebumps in the night You dream a dream of dread That drives you from your bed It's nothing but a nightmare This you know And then your stomach starts to fall Your skin begins to crawl Your fear begins to grow And And then before you you eat